Welcome to The Bedtime Bookshelf, your portal to magical tales and dreamy adventures. Tonight's enchanting tale is titled The Whispering Woods. Close your eyes and drift away as we start this episode of The Bedtime Bookshelf. In the heartland of a realm where time flowed with the gentle cadence of a murmuring stream, nestled Greenwood. This town, more an assemblage of homesteads than a bustling metropolis, sat cocooned amidst undulating hills and dales. Greenwood bore the mark of ages past, with rooftops thatched with golden straw, chimneys from which spirals of blue smoke ascended to greet the dawn, and cobblestone streets that had known the tread of countless generations. The people of Greenwood were a hearty and harmonious lot. Their lives were interwoven with tales of yore and songs of the morrow, songs that spoke of the valor of ancestors and the dreams of the young. The evenings saw them gather at the local tavern, the Whistling Wren, where tales and tunes were exchanged and laughter flowed as freely as the finest mead. But what truly set Greenwood apart was its border of woods, a vast expanse of ancient trees and hidden groves known as the Elder Timber. The Elder Timber was not just any forest, it was a realm unto itself. Its trees bore the gnarled wisdom of millennia, with bark etched in runes and canopies that whispered secrets to the stars. The deeper one ventured, the more the woods seemed to shift, with paths appearing and disappearing, as if the forest itself was alive, breathing, and ever watchful. Legends spoke of Greenwood's founders, a band of wanderers who, guided by the song of a silver bird, had found the Elder Timber and decided to build a settlement at its edge. They believed that the woods, with its timeless aura, would bless their community with prosperity and peace. And so it had. Over the centuries, the Elder Timber and Greenwood existed in harmonious symbiosis, with the townsfolk respecting the forest's mysteries and the woods, in turn, bestowing the land with bountiful harvests and shielding it from harm. In the heart of Greenwood, near the town square, stood the oldest tree of them all, the Warden Oak. Said to be as ancient as the Elder Timber itself, it was here that town meetings were held, oaths were sworn, and festivals celebrated. Its massive trunk bore carvings of significant events, and children often played around its roots, hoping to catch a whisper of the tales it had witnessed. Yes, Greenwood was more than just a town. It was a tapestry of history, legend, and hope, with the Elder Timber as its ever-watchful guardian, holding tales and truths yet to be unveiled. By the verdant verge of the Elder Timber, where Greenwood's cobblestones gave way to the moss-laden embrace of ancient earth, groups of children would often gather. Their laughter, pure and untamed as the mountain brooks, would ring through the air, echoing tales as old as the wind itself. Liliana, a young maiden with fiery curls, would gather the children around her, her voice melodic as she recounted legends passed down from elder to child. Do you know, she'd begin, her eyes twinkling with mischief, of the Sprite's Hollow, where moonbeams dance and stars come to play? Young Bran, with freckles like constellations upon his face, would chime in. And what of the Silver Glade? where it is said that if you listen closely, you can hear the trees sing of days when they roamed the land. The younger ones, eyes wide with wonder, would hang on to every word, 
while the older, more adventurous souls would exchange daring glances. To them, the Elder Timber wasn't just a repository of tales, but a challenge, an expanse of mystery waiting to be explored. Milo, a lad known for his bold heart and quick feet, would often lead these dares. Who amongst us, he'd declare, standing atop a fallen log, has the courage to seek the heartstone, said to rest at the very core of the woods, beating with the rhythm of the world. Challenges were thrown, dares accepted, and pledges made. As the sun cast long shadows, painting the world in hues of gold and crimson, these young souls would venture just a bit into the elder timber, each hoping to return with a tale of their own, an adventure that would join the annals of Greenwood's legends. Yet, as dusk embraced the land, they'd always return to the safety of their homes, the wood's edge acting as both a beckoning hand and a gentle barrier. For in their heart of hearts, every child knew that the true mysteries of the elder timber were not to be unraveled lightly, and that the forest, in its timeless wisdom, would reveal its secrets when the world was ready. As the amber embrace of autumn enveloped Greenwood, a peculiar change began to manifest. Townsfolk, going about their daily tasks near the periphery of the elder timber, felt an almost imperceptible tug at the edges of their consciousness. Gentle, hushed whispers seemed to float on the breeze, like the soft rustling of leaves or the distant murmur of a brook. Mrs. Eleanor, the baker's wife, was perhaps the first to mention it. While gathering herbs at the forest's edge for her famous rosemary loaves, she felt a caressing murmur, words without form, a sensation more than sound. Laughing it off, she shared her experience at the market square, attributing it to perhaps too much time by the oven or the fanciful tales of children rubbing off on her. However, as days turned to nights and nights to days, more began to notice. The blacksmith, Mr. Thrain, a stout man not given to flights of fancy, confessed to hearing the whispers while collecting firewood. Young maids drawing water from the well near the woods spoke of voices, like the soft humming of a lullaby that seemed to emanate from the very heart of the elder timber. Skeptics dismissed it as tricks of the wind, the natural creaks and groans of an ancient forest. Some even laughed it off, jesting about forest spirits trying to join the town's conversations. But beneath the chuckles and skepticism, an undercurrent of wonder, and perhaps a hint of unease, began to flow through Greenwood. The tipping point came when Old Master Elric, the town's historian and a figure of great respect, ventured to the wood's edge, his intent purely scholarly. Upon his return, his usually composed demeanor was replaced with a look of profound contemplation. Gathering the townsfolk at the Warden Oak, he declared with a voice firm with conviction, the Elder Timber, the guardian of our tales and protector of our past, is indeed reaching out. It communicates, not with mere words, but with the very essence of the ages it has witnessed. Greenwood stood at the cusp of realization. Their legendary woods, always revered, had now become an enigma, a living entity that beckoned with whispers of secrets from the dawn of time. With every dawn that broke over Greenwood, the town's children found themselves irresistibly drawn to the edge of the elder timber, their young hearts pulsing in time with the ancient rhythm of the woods. Lila's discovery became the stuff of legend among her peers. The hidden alcove, 
Kissed by dappled sunlight and embraced by the tender tendrils of ivy and silverbell flowers, felt like a sacred shrine. The small chest, its time-worn wood intricately engraved with runes of a forgotten language, seemed to hum softly, as though it held the heartbeat of the forest within. Inside, the crystal shards pulsed with an inner light, each beat echoing tales of valiant knights, elusive unicorns, and fabled realms. The feather, which shimmered and danced with colors unseen in the mundane world, was believed to have once graced the wings of a phoenix during its rebirth. The vial of luminescent dew was said to contain the very essence of twilight, a blend of the sun's last sigh and the moon's first whisper. Cedric's encounter with the sprites became an epic tale unto itself. The clearing where they danced was bathed in an otherworldly luminescence, a silvery blue light that seemed to emanate from the very heart of the Elder Timber. Each sprite, aglow with inner fire, danced with a grace that was both wild and choreographed. As they moved, flowers bloomed in their wake, and the air was filled with the scents of spring, even in the heart of winter. Their laughter, melodic and infectious, held promises of secret paths, moonlit flights, and tales spun from stardust. When Cedric joined their dance, he felt timelessness envelop him, as if he was both in the present moment and floating through countless ages. Playgrounds, once filled with the echoes of age-old games, transformed into hallowed grounds of storytelling. Marianne's tale of the singing brook captivated many. This wasn't just any brook. Its waters gleamed with a silvery sheen, and every ripple seemed to recount tales of adventures had and yet to come. The reflections it held were not mere mirrors of the world above, but windows into realms where dragons soared and castles floated on clouds. Theo's encounter with the talking fox was recounted with bated breath. This fox, with fur the color of autumn leaves and eyes that held the depth of night, didn't just share riddles. With every cryptic phrase, it revealed glimpses of Greenwood's history, of Founder's quests, and the bond forged with the Elder Timber. In these tales, a deeper bond was forming. The children of Greenwood were not just listeners. They became stewards of the stories, guardians of the legacies whispered by the Elder Timber. With every sun that set behind the majestic expanse of the woods, a new chapter in the age-old dance between humans and nature was being written. Within the storied heart of Greenwood, as children reveled in the wonders of the Elder Timber, the adults found themselves on a different, introspective journey. The whispers they heard were not of playful sprites or hidden treasures, but of past choices, long-forgotten dreams, and paths left untraveled. The Elder Timber, in its ageless wisdom, seemed to tap into the very core of their souls, bringing forth echoes that had long been buried. Eldwin, the town's watchmaker, renowned for his precision and unwavering routine, was among the first to share his experience. One evening, as he walked near the woods, he heard the delicate chimes of a melody he'd not heard in decades. It was a tune his mother used to hum, a reminder of a time when he dreamed of being a musician. The realization of dreams forsaken for practicality weighed on him, leading him to dust off an old violin that lay forgotten in his attic. Similarly, Miss Aveline, the school's stern librarian, found herself overcome with memories of her youth, of poetry she'd penned and a love she'd lost. The woods whispered of moonlit nights 
and verses written in passionate fervor, reminding her of a time when her heart soared with dreams and desires. As more adults felt the profound impact of the Elder Timber's whispers, there arose a need to share, to process, and to heal. Meetings began to be organized at the Whistling Wren, the town's tavern, which soon transformed into a haven of shared experiences. These weren't ordinary gatherings, but soulful assemblies where the townsfolk, under the soft glow of lanterns, opened their hearts. Marion, a once prominent dancer who had traded the stage for motherhood, spoke of the ache of unfulfilled aspirations. In the supportive embrace of the group, she found the courage to dance again, teaching the town's children the art that once defined her. Mr. Halbert, a farmer with hands weathered by time, shared tales of missed opportunities, of a love never confessed. Inspired by the group's support, he penned a letter, decades overdue, seeking closure and perhaps a new beginning. These sessions, imbued with tears, laughter, and countless emotions, became a balm for the souls of Greenwood's adults. The Elder Timber, through its echoes of the past, was not just reminiscing, but healing. By bringing forth buried memories and feelings, it urged the people to confront their regrets, rekindle lost dreams, and find peace. In doing so, it was subtly stitching together the fabric of the community, ensuring that while they looked back at their past, they also moved forward, united in understanding and compassion. In the heart of Greenwood, where the Warden Oak stood tall and resolute, the townsfolk gathered under a canopy of twilight, stars beginning their celestial dance overhead. A gentle breeze, carrying with it the subtle scent of pine and wildflowers, whispered through the gathering, as if the elder timber itself was leaning in to listen. The gathering had an air of anticipation, a collective breath held before tales began to flow. Families, neighbors, and friends formed a wide circle, the Warden Oak at its center, its massive trunk illuminated by lanterns that flickered like fireflies. Lord Theobald, Greenwood's venerable mayor with a flowing beard and deep-set eyes that had seen countless seasons, took the center. His voice, rich and resonant, began the evening's exchange. The Elder Timber, he began, our guardian and guide, has chosen to speak. And though its whispers touch all, the tales it tells each soul differ, reflecting the tapestry of our lives. Young Alara, with flaxen hair and a spirit as untamed as the west wind, spoke first of her encounters. To me, she began with a touch of youthful excitement. The woods whispered of hidden glades, where water ran against beds of crystalline gems, and where fairies wove dreams from strands of moonlight. Her tale painted a world of innocent wonder, a realm where every leaf and petal held the promise of magic. Sir Reginald, a knight in the autumn of his life, with scars and honors in equal measure, shared next. The woods, he said, his voice tinged with nostalgia, echoed the clashing of swords, the camaraderie of brothers-in-arms, and songs sung around campfires. They reminded me of battles won and lost, of promises made under starlit skies, and of a time when my heart beat in sync with the charge of cavalry. His tale, while filled with valor, also bore the weight of sacrifices and the longing for days gone by. Madame Lyria, a woman of grace with raven-black hair streaked with silver, spoke of whispers that took her back to moonlit dances and stolen glances. The elder timber sang to me of old romances, 
of letters penned but never sent, and of melodies that once made my heart flutter. Her story was one of passion, of moments seized and lost, and of the bittersweet dance of love and time. As the night deepened, tales flowed, each unique yet bound by a common thread, the ageless voice of the elder timber. It became clear that the woods did not merely speak. They mirrored the souls of the listeners. For the young, it painted vistas of wonder and endless horizons. For those in the prime of life, it echoed with challenges, dreams, and the myriad crossroads of decisions. And for the elders, it sung lullabies of reflections, of moments cherished, and of the gentle embrace of memories. The gathering, bathed in the soft glow of lanterns and the silvery sheen of stars, became a sacred communion. Greenwood, as a community, was not just sharing stories, but bearing souls, finding in the process that while each journey was unique, they were all intricately woven into the grand tapestry of life and time. And at the heart of this tapestry was the Elder Timber, the timeless witness to their shared legacy. Amidst the golden embrace of a greenwood morning, where shadows played and sunlight dappled through the interwoven canopy, a fresh excitement stirred. A secret shared amongst the children, passed in hushed tones and eager glances, spoke of treasures hidden within the folds of the elder timber. Guided by the enigmatic whispers of the woods, treasure hunts, organized with all the seriousness and gravity that only children can muster, became the heart of their days. The hunts were crafted as quests of old, each child a knight or a mage on a noble journey. They would gather at dawn, their assembly a vibrant tapestry of fluttering cloaks, hand-drawn maps, and eyes shining with the promise of adventure. Elendor, a lad with keen ears and a sharper mind, often took the role of the Whisperer, translating the forest's murmurs into tangible clues for his band of explorers. Deep within the woods, Hidden by ancient thorns and guarded by sentinel trees, lay trinkets waiting to be discovered. A pendant shaped like a crescent moon, its surface etched with runes that seemed to dance when moonlight kissed it. A tiny vial sealed with wax and filled with stardust that glittered with a thousand colors. A feather, perhaps from a griffin or a phoenix, imbued with an iridescence that spoke of far-off lands and skies uncharted. Each find was celebrated with joyous cheers, the treasures not valued for their material worth, but for the tales and mysteries they held. Yet perhaps the most magical of their discoveries were the clearings, hidden meadows and glades where reality seemed to bend. In one such clearing, encircled by weeping willows, the very air shimmered, and at twilight, sprites would emerge. These beings, delicate and ethereal, glowed with an inner luminescence their laughter like the tinkling of bells. They danced in patterns older than the oldest oaks, their movements telling tales of the world's birth, of stars and dreams, and of the dance of time itself. Young Leora, with her raven-black hair and a spirit that burned bright, once chanced upon such a dance. Drawn by the lilting melody, she stepped into the clearing and to her wonder was invited to join. Hand in hand with the sprites, she swayed, twirled, and leaped, each step, each beat, seemed to resonate with the very heartbeat of the Elder Timber, forging a bond that words could scarcely capture. Word of these clearings spread amongst the children like wildfire. They became sacred grounds, 
places of reverence, where the boundary between the mundane and the magical blurred. Tales of these adventures, recounted by campfires and in moonlit gatherings, added to the lore of Greenwood. In them, the essence of childhood, of wonder, bravery, and the thrill of discovery was immortalized, a testament to the timeless dance between the children of Greenwood and the ever-whispering Elder Timber. The heart of the Elder Timber was not a realm to be treaded lightly. Beyond the familiar embrace of the forest's edge, where memories whispered and sprites danced, lay deeper enigmas, challenges that would test the mettle of even the most intrepid Greenwood explorers. As the children ventured further, the forest seemed to shift and morph. Paths that once seemed clear and direct now twisted and turned, leading them into an ethereal maze of mist and shadow. This labyrinth, woven from ancient magic and the will of the woods, was a puzzle of emotions as much as directions. At every turn, subtle fragrances would waft, evoking memories of bygone days. The scent of a grandmother's pie, the aroma of first rain on dry soil, the whiff of old books from a forgotten corner of one's home. The key to navigating this maze was not just physical direction, but emotional intuition, trusting the heart to lead the way. But the Elder Timber's challenges did not end with the mazes. In clearings bathed in perpetual twilight stood the sentinel trees, the oldest of the forest, their bark gnarled and twisted, holding within them centuries of wisdom. To pass, one had to engage with these ancient beings in contests of wit and lore. Their deep, resonant voices, which sounded like the creaking of old doors or the rustling of forgotten scrolls, would pose riddles. What has a heart that doesn't beat, one would ask, its leaves shimmering in anticipation. Only by answering correctly could the children proceed. Yet, not all challenges were solemn. The sprites, with their playful nature, set tests that were as whimsical as they were perplexing. In moonlit glades, they'd invite the children to games of shadow and light. With a flick of their fingers, the sprites would send orbs of light dancing into the air. The task, to catch these orbs, which moved with a mind of their own, darting, diving, and evading with gleeful abandon. Success often required teamwork, with the children realizing that collaboration, laughter, and a sense of fun were as crucial as agility. Amelia, a child with a voice as clear as spring water, once faced a challenge where she had to mimic the melodies of the forest, matching the song of the sprites, the murmur of brooks, and the sigh of the breeze. Her voice became an instrument, weaving harmonies that echoed the very soul of the Elder Timber. Such trials, while daunting, were transformative. Each test faced, each riddle solved, and each game played deepened the bond between the children and the Elder Timber. The forest, in its timeless wisdom, was not merely posing obstacles, but imparting lessons. Lessons of trust, of heart, of collaboration, and of understanding the delicate balance between challenge and reward. By the time the children emerged from these trials, they were changed, not just in their knowledge of the woods, but in their understanding of themselves and each other. Their tales, recounted in the warm embrace of Greenwood, became epics, testaments to their courage, wit, and the enduring magic of the Elder Timber. Deep within the folds of the Elder Timber, where the very air was imbued with ancient enchantment 
and the whisper of ages past, lay secrets waiting to be unveiled by the children of Greenwood. One such discovery was the Grove of Whispers. Here, silver-leaved trees formed a perfect circle, their leaves perpetually rustling, even in the absence of wind. And as one walked amidst these trees, they could hear soft murmurs. These were not mere words, but emotions, joys and sorrows, laughter and tears, the collective memories of the forest. A gentle touch of the tree trunks would elicit visions of star-crossed lovers sharing stolen moments, of ancient ceremonies under moonlit skies, and of the first songbirds that serenaded the dawn. Further into their journey, the children stumbled upon the Spring of Lamentara. Hidden beneath a canopy of intertwined willows and guarded by radiant dragonflies, this spring sparkled with a clarity that seemed otherworldly. Legend spoke of these waters having the power to show one's true reflection, not of the face, but of the soul. Those who gazed into its depths saw their innermost desires, fears, and dreams. It was a mirror to the heart, a reminder of the purity and complexity of one's own being. But perhaps the most breathtaking encounter was with the enchanted creatures of the elder timber. In clearings bathed in the soft glow of twilight, the children met the lumalings, creatures of pure luminescence, their forms ever shifting between animal and starlight. These beings, born from the first rays of the universe, danced in patterns that traced the constellations. Their movements, ethereal and fluid, told tales of cosmic dances and the birth of galaxies. On the banks of a shimmering brook, under the watchful gaze of crescent moons, young Rowan, with hair the color of autumn leaves, met the brook serpent. This creature, with scales of iridescent blue and eyes that held the wisdom of waters, spoke in riddles of rivers that ran through time, of lakes that held the memories of the world, and of the eternal dance of the rain. Among the moss-covered hillocks and fern-laden pathways, Lysandra, a child with laughter as contagious as a songbird's melody, encountered the moss keeper. This tiny creature, no taller than a daisy, wore a cloak woven from dew and dawn. It was the guardian of all things small, from the first sprout of a seedling to the dreams of sleeping butterflies. With each step into the heart of the elder timber, the world seemed to expand, revealing wonders that defied imagination. The children, once mere inhabitants of Greenwood, were now intertwined with the legend of the forest. Through groves, springs, and magical beings, the elder timber shared its essence, teaching the children that magic wasn't just in fairy tales, but all around them, waiting to be seen, felt, and cherished. Beneath the verdant canopy of the elder timber, as days melded into nights and stars tales from eons ago, the children of Greenwood began to uncover a profound truth. The forest, with its myriad wonders, its ethereal pathways, and its guardian spirits, was not just an ancient entity, but a living, breathing tapestry of Greenwood's collective soul. Every footpath that meandered through the thickets, every brook that babbled secrets in hushed tones, every glade kissed by moonlight held echoes, uh, not just of the forest's own ancient memories, but of the dreams, hopes, and emotions of every soul that had ever called Greenwood home. In the Grove of Whispers, the children realized that the murmurs they heard were not mere tales from the dawn of time. Mm -hmm. Intertwined with the age-old stories were recent memories, 
the laughter of a wedding feast from just a year past, the mournful tune played during last winter's final farewell to a beloved elder, and even the hushed lullabies sung mothers to their babes just nights ago. This grove was not just an archive of ancient tales, but a living testament to Greenwood's present, constantly evolving, absorbing every whisper, every tear, every joyous cry. The spring of Lamentara, with its soul-reflecting waters, revealed another facet of this connection. When young Calum, with eyes the color of stormy skies, peered into its crystalline depths, uh, he saw not just his own heart's yearnings, but fleeting images of ancestors, of long-forgotten moments of love, bravery, and hope. It was as if the waters held within them the very DNA of Greenwood, memories passed down through generations, pooling together in a shimmering dance. Even the enchanted creatures, with their otherworldly beauty, seemed to resonate with this shared essence. The loomlings in their constellation dances would sometimes form patterns reminiscent of Greenwood's own landmarks. The old bell tower, the town square, the meandering river. The brook serpent, with its tales of timeless waters, spoke of springs and brooks that had quenched the town's thirst for centuries. And the moss keeper, in its gentle guardianship, reflected the care with which Greenwood's own denizens tended to their gardens, homes, and one another. The realization was both humbling and exalting. The elder timber was not an entity apart from Greenwood. It was Greenwood. It was every child's laughter, every elder's wisdom, every artist's dream, and every laborer's sweat. It was a symphony of every heartbeat, every whispered secret, and every shouted joy. The children in their wide-eyed wonder, had uncovered the heart of their town, and in doing so, had rediscovered the magic of unity, legacy, and shared memory. As they journeyed further, with every challenge faced and every secret unveiled, the children became not just explorers, but custodians. Custodians of a legacy that was as vast as the elder timber, and as intimate as a bedtime story. And in this sacred guardianship, they found a purpose greater than treasure hunts or playful adventures. They became the torchbearers of Greenwood's past, present, and future, ensuring that the dance between town and forest would continue, timeless and eternal. Amidst the heart of the elder timber, hidden from casual wanderers by veils of gossamer mists and barriers of intertwining brambles, lay the sacred grove of Memoria. The very air within this sanctuary felt thick with reverence and time, charged with echoes from epics gone by. The grove was cradled in a natural basin, the ground blanketed with sapphire-hued moss that released a gentle luminescence, casting an ethereal glow. Here, ancient trees stood sentinel, their barks gnarled and weathered, every knot and crevice telling tales of centuries witnessed. Unlike the other trees of the forest, these bore clear inscriptions, etched deep into their trunks. Names, written in the elegant script of ages past, gleamed softly, each marking an ancestor of Greenwood. Cobalt and emerald butterflies, wings whisper-thin, flitted about, their patterns echoing the names on the trees, as if they were the spirits of ancestors, forever tied to this sacred space. Above, the canopy was an intricate tapestry of leaves, some as old as time itself, others fresh and tender. 
When the wind sighed through, it carried with it murmurs, a lullaby of memories. At the base of each ancestral tree, obscured slightly by the curling roots, was a well. But these were no ordinary wells. Crafted from intertwined roots and lined with stones that shimmered with internal constellations, they held within them not water, but the very essence of memory. The depths of these wells glowed with a soft, beckoning light, inviting the brave to peer within. Young Arian, a lad with curiosity burning bright in his hazel eyes, approached the tree bearing the name Elowen, an ancestor from tales his grandmother used to recount. Tentatively, he peered into the memory well at its base. The world shifted. No longer was he in the grove, but in a bustling greenwood of yesteryears. He saw Elowen, her fiery red hair cascading down as she danced in a festival, her laughter echoing, her spirit infectious. He felt the joy of that moment, the unity of the community, and the love shared amongst all. Eliana, a girl with braids like intertwined moonbeams, stood before a tree named Thranor. Immersing her gaze into its memory well, she was swept into an era of challenge for Greenwood. She witnessed Thranor, a leader with a steel will and compassionate heart, guide his people through a harsh winter, uniting them in hope and resilience. Each child who dared to look into a memory well was granted a vision, a tangible connection to their ancestry. They didn't just witness events, they lived them. They felt the emotions, the challenges, the joys, and the heartbreaks. Through these wells, the past was no longer a mere tale, but a lived experience. As the children emerged from their individual visions, their eyes held a deeper wisdom, a profound connection to Greenwood's lineage. The grove, with its ancestral trees and memory wells, had bestowed upon them the most precious gift, the realization that they were not mere threads, but an integral part of a grand, timeless tapestry. They were Greenwood, as much as Elowen, Thrainer, and countless others had been. And in this sacred grove, under the watchful gaze of the Elder Timber, they pledged to honor, cherish, and add to the legacy they had so intimately experienced. In the embrace of Memoria's Grove, where ancient trees stood as silent guardians of history, and the very air seemed saturated with the weight of memories, the children delved deeper into the wells of the past. The Elder Timber, with its endless cycles of seasons, had not only observed, but absorbed the very soul of Greenwood. And within these memory wells, the essence of the town's highs and lows lay distilled. Young Alaric, with locks as golden as the first rays of dawn, approached a well bearing the name Lysandra, a name he recognized from tales of star-crossed love. As his gaze met the shimmering depths, he was transported to a moonlit night. Greenwood's meadow was alive with the melody of a lute, and there in the midst, Lysandra danced, her eyes locked with those of a young bard. Their love, evident in stolen glances and fingertips brushing against each other, was a force that seemed to defy time. But as the vision continued, Alaric witnessed their separation by familial obligations, their hearts forever yearning. The sweet pain of love, both lost and cherished, resonated in his young heart, teaching him the beauty of sacrifice and eternal love. Beside another tree, Isolde, with eyes reminiscent of deep forest pools, connected with the life of Brahm, a revered warrior. She saw battles, 
not just of clashing swords, but of camaraderie, of soldiers lifting each other in moments of despair, of shared meals around campfires, where tales of home brought tears and laughter. But with the warmth of camaraderie came the cold sting of loss. A particular battle, fierce and relentless, took Brahms' closest comrade. The weight of grief, the rawness of a void left behind, and the resolve to honor the fallen all unfolded before Isolde. Through Brahms' memories, she learned the depth of friendship and the cost of honor. Then there was Alara, her spirit as untamed as the west wind, who found herself drawn to the well of Myrina, a healer of old. She witnessed moments of pure joy, births celebrated with jubilant dances, reunions of families once torn apart, and Marina's gentle hands healing ailments. But intertwined with these were memories of sorrow, plagues that brought despair, tearful goodbyes at deathbeds, and Marina's own heartache as she couldn't save everyone. From Marina, Ilara grasped the delicate balance of life and death and the resilience of the human spirit. As more children engaged with the wells, it became apparent that the elder timber, in its ageless wisdom, was not just showing them the past, but imparting lessons for the present and future. The woods, in their silent way, conveyed that joy and sorrow, love and loss, camaraderie and conflict, were all threads in the intricate tapestry of life. When the children finally regrouped, their faces, once marked by youthful innocence, now bore traces of the wisdom of ages. They had seen, felt, and lived the collective heartbeats of Greenwood. They realized that the elder timber, in its magnanimity, was gifting them the distilled wisdom of centuries. The woods beckoned them to learn, to remember, and to carry forward the legacy of emotions and memories, ensuring that the tales of Greenwood's soul would endure, timeless and eternal. At the very heart of the elder timber, where even the oldest oaks seemed youthful, and where the very fabric of time seemed to fold upon itself, there lay an expanse of profound stillness. The air here was thick with anticipation, the ground hallowed by ages uncounted. And there, at the center, rose the elder tree. This tree was unlike any the children of Greenwood had ever beheld. Its trunk, vast and ancient, bore the deep wrinkles of time, each crevice and scar telling tales of epochs gone by. Its bark shimmered with a hue that was not of this world, a deep azure intertwined with streaks of gold, as if the very night sky had lent its essence. The roots, vast and serpentine, sprawled in every direction, feeling like the arteries of the world itself, pulsing with life and memories. Above, its branches reached out, not just across the physical expanse, but seemingly across dimensions, touching past, present, and futures yet unwoven. The leaves, a myriad of colors spanning the spectrum of imaginable hues, danced in a rhythm that echoed the heartbeat of the universe. Each leaf bore intricate patterns, akin to runes or glyphs glowing softly, holding within them the distilled essence of myriad tales and emotions. The air around the elder tree pulsed with an aura of pure magic. It was palpable, a gentle thrum that resonated with the very soul, beckoning, whispering, the ground carpeted with petals that seemed to have captured the glow of twilight, released fragrances that evoked emotions, from the first giddy rush of young love to the gentle comfort of old memories. As the children approached, 
drawn by an inexplicable pull, they began to hear the whispers more clearly. It was as if a thousand voices across ages and realms spoke in unison. Tales of valor and love, of heartbreak and hope, of dreams birthed and shattered, all emanated from the Elder Tree. It became evident that this Grand Sentinel was not just the heart of the forest, but the very soul of Greenwood, the keeper of its collective consciousness. Beneath the sprawling branches of the Elder Tree, the children, one by one, felt an intimate communion. Lysandra, her eyes reflecting the cosmos of the tree's bark, felt the embrace of ancestors, their blessings, their lessons. Thrain, with hands touching the age-old trunk, sensed the hopes of generations yet unborn, the dreams they would dream, the paths they would tread. In this sacred communion, time lost its meaning. The children were no longer mere denizens of Greenwood, but timeless beings, threads in an ever-evolving tapestry of life. The Elder Tree, in its infinite wisdom, was not just sharing the past, but entrusting them with the future, reminding them of the eternal dance of life, of memories made and yet to be formed. When the children finally, with heavy hearts, took leave from the Elder Tree's embrace, they were transformed. No longer were they just explorers on a quest. They were guardians of memories, keepers of tales, and torchbearers of Greenwood's eternal legacy. The whispers of the Elder Tree, echoing the collective heartbeat of ages, would forever resonate in their souls, guiding, reminding, and illuminating their journey through life. The children, standing at the threshold of the Elder Tree's vast presence, felt an almost overwhelming surge of emotion. The air grew denser, every mote of light seemingly poised in anticipation. The very fabric of reality seemed to ripple, as if the barrier between the seen and the unseen, the known and the mysterious, was growing thin. Then, in a moment that felt suspended between time and eternity, the Elder Tree spoke. Its voice was not singular, but a confluence of countless echoes, a symphony of voices from every age and epoch, merging, blending, harmonizing into a singular resonant melody. It was the voice of ancients and infants, of warriors and healers, of dreamers and doers. It was the collective soul of Greenwood, given voice by this guardian of ages. Children of Greenwood, it began, each word resonating with the weight of millennia. You stand before the heart of memories, the keeper of tales, the witness of ages. I am born of the first seed, nurtured by the dreams and tears of every soul that has tread this land. The surroundings seemed to react to the tree's voice. Each whisper of wind carried fragments of laughter and cries. Each beam of light seemed to dance with memories, and the very ground pulsed, as if alive with stories. I exist, the elder tree continued, to remind, to connect, to unify. In the ever-turning wheel of time, amidst the hustle of progress, the clamor of ambitions, and the fog of forgetfulness, the essence of community, of shared legacy, of collective joy and sorrow, often fades. As the tree spoke, visions unfurled before the children's eyes. They saw Greenwood's founders, their hopes and dreams taking root, their challenges and triumphs. They saw festivals of harvests, dances of joy, moments of collective grief and acts of shared resilience. The vision spanned across eras, showing the town evolving, yet some threads remaining unbroken, love, camaraderie, shared dreams and collective hopes. 
These woods, the tree intoned, have absorbed every tear of loss, every shout of jubilation, every whispered secret, and every heart's yearning. I am but a custodian, holding within me the distilled essence of Greenwood's soul, ensuring that the tales of yore, the lessons of ages, and the heartbeat of the community are never lost. The elder tree's branches seem to sway, casting dappled patterns of light and shadow, creating a mesmerizing tapestry of memories around the children. In every leaf, in every whisper, in every heartbeat of this forest, lies a reminder of what truly matters, the bonds that tie, the memories that unify, the legacy that every soul leaves behind. The tree paused, allowing the weight of its words to sink in. You, children of today, are the torchbearers of tomorrow. Take these tales, these memories, these emotions, and carry them forward. Let the essence of community, of shared legacy, of collective joys and sorrows, illuminate your path and guide Greenwood into the future. The elder tree's voice slowly faded, leaving behind an echoing silence filled with profound reverence. The children, each touched deeply by the ancient tree's wisdom, felt an indescribable bond with Greenwood, with its past and its future. They realized that they were not mere inhabitants, but intrinsic parts of a grand, timeless narrative, entrusted with the sacred duty of carrying forth the essence of their community. As the echoes of the Elder Tree's wisdom lingered, a palpable change swept through the people of Greenwood. An entire town, which had once merely existed beside these ancient woods, now felt irrevocably connected to it, bound by threads of memory, legacy, and shared destiny. Within the heart of the community, an idea began to sprout, nurtured by the shared experience they'd undergone. Mayor Eldrin, a tall figure with a beard reminiscent of cascading waterfalls and eyes that held the depth of Greenwood's lakes, stepped forth. People of Greenwood, his voice, usually reserved for town meetings and festive announcements, now carried a weight and reverence. These woods have borne witness to our history, cradled our memories, and now have shared their sacred essence with us. We must honor this gift, this legacy. A hushed murmur of agreement spread, ripples in the vast ocean of collective consciousness. Ilara, the town's revered storyteller, her silver hair gleaming like starlight, and her voice imbued with the magic of countless tales, spoke up. Let us establish a tradition, she proposed, her eyes gleaming with fervor. A gathering here at the heart of the woods, where we not only listen to the whispers of the past, but add our own tales, our dreams, our hopes. The idea resonated deeply. The townsfolk envisioned a grand annual gathering, a festival of memories and dreams. Musicians would play tunes that echoed the harmonies of the forest. Dancers would reenact tales of yore, and storytellers would weave new stories, adding to the rich tapestry of the whispering woods. The first such gathering was nothing short of magical. The grove was illuminated by ethereal lanterns, which seemed to capture the very essence of twilight. Tables laden with bounties of the harvest stood interspersed with spaces for song, dance, and storytelling. Children ran about, their laughter mingling with the melodies of lutes and harps, while elders shared tales of yesteryears, their voices carrying the weight of time and experience. As the night deepened, a profound moment arrived. Led by Alara, a group began to share tales not of the past, but of dreams for the future. 
tales of hope, of aspirations for Greenwood, and visions of unity and prosperity. As each tale was spun, it seemed as if the elder tree itself was listening intently, its leaves rustling in gentle acknowledgement, absorbing these new stories into its ageless memory. The dawn saw a Greenwood transformed. The town, which had once merely bordered the Whispering Woods, now embraced it as its heart and soul. Shops and homes bore symbols and motifs inspired by their experiences in the woods. Artisans crafted goods that reflected the tales and wonders of the elder timber. While bards and poets were never short of inspiration, with every tree, brook, and glade holding a story waiting to be told. As years turned to decades and decades to centuries, the annual gathering at the heart of the woods became the cornerstone of Greenwood's identity. It was not just a tradition, but a sacred ritual, a reaffirmation of their bond with the elder timber. The Whispering Woods, with its tales and memories, was no longer an external entity, but had melded seamlessly with the town's essence. The story of Greenwood concluded, not with an end, but with a promise. A promise of endless tales yet to be woven, of dreams yet to be dreamt, and of a legacy that would forever echo in the whispers of the woods. The town and the forest, once separate, were now one. A symphony of shared history, collective dreams, and intertwined destinies.